This is the Bob McCallum Podcast, and it is brought to you by Bent Rivers. Download the Bent Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. Well, we finally have a Final Four in the National Hockey League. Yes, uh, sir. The, the Dallas Stars beat Seattle, but just barely, 2-1. to one. Uh, it, it could have been either team, and yet this is probably a better, better setup for the playoffs. The, the Dallas and Vegas, you know, I think – both pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's as good a story. Do you? I think that there are enough stories. It may not have been as good a story as what Seattle has created, particularly in the playoffs. Yeah, and exactly. And what Vegas has done. Yeah, so it, it, it would have been fun to watch Seattle play Vegas, but I think this one, um, with the success Dallas has had this year, with Pete DeBoer, who got fired by Vegas last year, uh, now the coach in Dallas, at least that's one good storyline. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the postseason in the National Hockey League. And when I say postseason, I mean, we'll probably talk a lot about the Toronto Maple Leafs and what they well, are. Well, the going exit to meetings do. yesterday, right? Yeah, you know, a bunch of BS. And we'll see whether Mike Zeisberger agrees or not. Mike Zeisberger of uh, NHL.com, is that who he's with? Yes, sir. Yep. We'll be with us. And we'll be back with Mike after these messages. Hi, this is Bob McCowan for BetRivers.com. Hey, if you're looking for a sports book or casino app, you should check out the Bet Rivers Sports and Casino app today. Play all of your favorite casino games for real money anywhere and anytime. Plus, get in the action with each sports game with hundreds of sports betting options. And get ready to feel like a VIP because you'll earn both loyalty level points and bonus store points on every real money wager you make. You must be 19 plus available in Ontario only. Please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 or speak to an advisor free of charge. BetRivers.com. McCown and Shannon back with you and uh, Mike Zeisberger joins us. We have not talked to you since the Toronto Maple Leafs disappeared from the uh, playoffs, not totally unexpectedly, but uh, you uh, you spent some time with the general manager, still general manager of the Leafs yesterday, and you said you uh, you were I guess I gather surprised that he announced that he would not be a general manager someplace else if he gets fired. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. And before we start, I, and John knows I got to give this to him. But, John, I mean, uh, we haven't talked since the beginning of the playoffs. Um, oh, you know, I, I, you already had the Stanley Cup parade booked for Boston on Causeway Street. I begged you guys to listen, you and DuPont. I never said Boston would win. I said, be aware take the field and not the Bruins. Uh, okay. And there was a little love. How'd that work out? Yeah, there was a little love for the Florida Panthers from your uh, from your little <laughs> box on the screen. So, Okay, yeah, I'm, done. I'm done I'm uh, done rubbing uh, it in. Because I'm, I'm right so few times 
but when I am, I got to rub it into you, okay? And, and, and I must tell you, uh, I've been preparing myself for the last couple of hours waiting for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a kid at Christmas morning, right, John? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, Bob, you know, like yesterday, uh, on a more serious note, um, yeah, Kyle Dubas came in and, and look at, I mean, there's a lot of talk about would he be back? What does ownership want to do with him? Um, we've heard all kinds of rumors coming out about, oh, uh, Pittsburgh especially. Um, and, you know, uh, Paul Beeston's son uh, works for the Fenway group that controls the Penguins now, and he and Kyle are friends from what I understand. So, you know, you could see when those rumors came out, yeah, there's a way to connect the dots. Then Kyle comes in yesterday and makes a statement beforehand that, you know, uh, he's not even sure that he will be the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs this upcoming year, not because ownership and those above him don't want him there, but because there's some things with his family and the stress that's that his family uh, went through this year. And I, I, I can understand that. I mean, uh, you could see how, you know, being a general manager in Toronto is different than being a general manager in other places. And I really do think, you know, in previous seasons that they thought they had a chance. I almost think that this year with the moves that they made, they expected to at least get to uh, to the conference final. And it took its toll. And so this is another fascinating part of the soap opera that, hey, you know what? I mean, Kyle Dubas, you know, even if they want him back, it might be his decision to take off a year. He said he wouldn't be a GM anywhere else right now, but that the toll it took on his family, he needs to think about it and talk with them before he decides and that's that's before we know what's going on with ownership, although there's reports that um, they have been working on an extension. But, you know, that caught a lot of people off guard. And I'll, I'll finish it with this. Um, I've been to a lot of Kyle's press conferences. That was as emotional a press conference as I've seen. And when he talked about his family, um, you could see his eyes welling up. So this is a thing. This is not an excuse. This is not a power play to get more money out of MLSE. Uh, I think this is a real thing. And, and you know, hopefully by the end of the week, uh, you know, we, we know one way or the other which way it's going. But we, you know what, I mean, forget about Kyle Dubas, the general manager. Kyle Dubas, the person and the family man, we wish him the best no matter which way he goes. Well, of course. I'm just puzzled by what, why anybody would think that the Maple Leaf management whoever makes the decision would bring him back based on what? Well, Bob, um, first of all, first of all, and you, sorry to interrupt, but you made a great point there. Who makes those decisions, Bob? We don't know. Well, we do. This is going to come from the board, Bob. Well, why do you say that? I mean, technically, isn't the president the, the guy who would make that decision? I mean, if you're going to, if you're going, to, if you're the board and you're going to take that decision away from the president, aren't you looking for a new president? Well, no, because you don't trust because him. What, but, but, no, no, because what you're talking about here is you're talking about, you know, budgeted dollars. You know, I mean, if Kyle Dubas stays, 
Um, trust me, he's not going to make the same amount of money he did last year. He's going to need and want more if he stays. He's going, And I suspect he's going to need and want more power. And that's not something Brendan will be allowed to give him arbitrarily by himself. That's going to be something he's going to have to go to the board and say, here's the outline. Here's how it works. Do you can will you give me permission to go do this? And that's what the board will do. John, are we sure that Brendan's going to be back? No, we're not. We're, we're not. And and uh, so you know, then who makes a, that decision? Well, that's the board too. You know, unless unless Brendan unless Brendan is making the decision himself too that he's had enough. Uh, I don't I don't believe that he's still under contract. I think he enjoys being the president of the Toronto Maple Leafs and the challenge of it because he's a competitor. But I would this goes back to and and Bob and I touched on this yesterday a little bit is that for the longest time since Brendan has been there, the board has been, you know, in in the shadows. Uh, When when you started when you were covering the Leafs in the in the early 2000s, everything well was the board this the board that. You know the Toronto, the Ontario Teachers Pension Fund. This, you know, the TD Bank. That it's different now, and that's why Brendan was hired in the first place. I don't know what all this means. Uh, you know, who makes the decision? I don't care. I care what the decision is, whether it's Shanahan. What's your decision or the board? Well, I think you got to fire this general manager. Period. I mean, he seems like a very nice guy. You know, this well, no, is you a, don't fire him. You don't extend his contract. That's well, whatever, whatever is it is. Essentially, that's yeah. a firing. If you don't extend his contract, essentially, that is a dismissal. Trust, trust me, Bob. I know. Well, <laughs> you but think you thing, you Bob, think? Sorry. When you I, make decisions like that, okay, and understandably yeah. so, because he's not going to take. This isn't a player. He's not taking a one-year bridge deal. But, no. but. You better damn well have somebody in mind that you think is better to step in. Not necessarily. I don't think that's the case. I think decisions are not necessarily made by who replaces you. The decision is made based upon the performance of that person in any job. In any job. I'm not sure that any any uh, a person who makes that kind of decision, the thought process is invariably this is the guy that can do a better job at that because you don't know if you can get that person. Yeah. In, well, in, but in let, a general let me, sense. Let, let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, the last few years, it's been Kyle and Brendan side by side at the, at the, uh, at the table talking to the media. Yesterday it was Kyle by himself. Is there anything to read into that? Well, he was asked that and just said, look it, I'm, I'm responsible for the, uh, trades. I'm responsible for what happened to the team. Um, you know, I don't need anybody to shield me. I'm here facing the music. Um, you know, the fact that to me, the fact that Brendan didn't talk yesterday and we've been giving, we, we've been given kind of this broad, oh, he's going to talk later in the week, you know, my spidey sense suggests to me that the reason he's not talking right away is because there haven't been things that have been set in stone, finalized, in terms of what he's going to tell us, that things are still in flux. Um, 
And you could tell by the way that Kyle talked yesterday um, that there's there's that there's things in flux in their in their personal lives. Look, I think from players to coach to general manager to president, and I will circle back on this. I really think that they're still in a state of shock, not just because that they lost in the second round to Florida, but the way they lost, John, because, um, you know, I know you don't get artistic merits from the Bulgarian judge uh, in, in playoffs, okay? All that matters is wins and losses and stuff. But number one, other than game two in those playoffs, did we see them play anywhere near their ceiling i'm not saying at their ceiling anywhere near their ceiling no they didn't there it's no game two against tampa was the only one that that they played good at that's exactly right bob so they were outplayed in in virtually every other game yeah you're one in five at home exactly so you're saying oh uh, home ice advantage this and that okay you're one in five at home where the coach has the last change which theoretically should give you a bit of an advantage. Your last Maybe. seven games, your last seven games, Bob, you scored two goals a game. Okay? Yep. You are spending $40 million on four guys, okay? And I don't want to hear the stuff about, oh, we were getting good looks. You're not paying $40 million to four guys so they can get good looks. I don't care how well Bobrovsky is playing. You're paying, you're paying almost half your salary cap to four guys to score, period, end of story. When they don't, and when they repeatedly don't, and in the playoffs in crunch time, then you've got an issue. Well, look, there are a bunch of issues around the Toronto Maple Leafs. Number one, do you you keep the president? Do you keep the general manager? Do you keep the coach? Do you keep the nucleus of the players? Now, these are, these are decisions that are made individually, and yet they are tied together. They're very tied together. Right? Yeah. And who's going to make those decisions? Is, you know, that, I think that's the first question. Yes. Right? Yeah. You have to know who is going to make those de- the decisions regarding the players. Is it going to be Dubas, or is it going to be somebody else? Is, uh, is the coach... A good enough coach. We don't know. But you should know by now. Why? What should you know? How, how well, can no, you I th- tell? I think, I think by say, Bob, I think by saying you don't know by now, you're saying he's not a good coach. You're, I, I'm saying he has his teams have not performed to the ability that we think they have. Or they should. Therefore, In therefore, playoffs. Well, yeah. Therefore, but, you have to make a coaching change, don't you? Why? Why do? Why do you fire a coach? Do you fire a coach because he's doing something behind the scenes that you don't like? Sure, that's possible, and I'm not saying that that hasn't happened. But we don't know. We don't know whether he's a good coach or not a good coach. I don't even know how to how to grade a coach in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. You grade him based on wins and losses on right. the performance of the team. The team right. has not performed well enough in playoffs. Therefore, get a new coach. Yeah. Period. I I can see that, especially where you're coming from on your point, especially when you look at the final four teams 
that are left in the National Hockey League playoffs. Paul Maurice in Florida, Bruce Cassidy in Vegas, Peter DeBoer in Dallas. Those are all first-year head coaches where they are with their team. So Mm -hmm. with that, having said that, okay. But all our experienced coaches. Yes. and All all of them have NHL experience. And all three of those guys, okay, just won more rounds in one playoff year than the Maple Leafs have in the past 19. There you go. But to me, and I understand that the coaching thing is big, to me, because I've seen this wash, rinse, repeat so many times. I've seen Lucy tell Charlie Brown, here, kick the football, it'll be okay. And then every time she pulls it away, to me, and I understand the coach might get it, but this is on the players. To me, this is big time on the players. And, you know, uh, I give kudos to Morgan Riley. I thought he was the Leafs' best player. He played like the number one defenseman. Yeah, sure he was. But their number two defenseman, their second best defenseman was Luke Shen, a 33-year-old, as he calls himself, journeyman. Now, that's a good thing in terms of, oh, you brought this guy in, but that's a bad thing. Because what does that say about the rest of your defense core? And against Florida, the fact that Austin Matthews and John Tavares combined for zero goals, I mean, to me, to me, all of that, again, points at the players. And, you know, everybody wants to blow it up. I will say this, Bob, it's going to be with that core four, uh, it's not as easy to move some of those guys as you might think. Well, Wait, hold, hold on. Before, you before, I... before, before you blow the, the core four up, the, you mentioned the way the defense was constructed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that on the manager? Yeah. So isn't that on, you know, okay, the, the decision was to, to spend all this money on four or five guys because I think you add Riley to that list now. Uh, and then, well, we're gonna we're gonna have, you know, six guys hanging around making between the minimum, just under eight hundred thousand, then a couple of million dollars, and it obviously wasn't good enough anymore. But John, okay, to to take the other side of that, okay, um, I saw a three or four game span where I haven't seen T.J. Brody struggle that much in a four- or five-game span. Since he's been with the Leafs, you know, I thought he he was solid. He was not. Jake McCabe, who I thought was, you know, when they brought him in, was something that they needed, okay? Uh, he had never played in a, in a playoff series in his career, and he looked like it. Right. All I'm saying is, yeah, it is on the general manager for the way he constructed the team. But how many guys do you look there and say they didn't even play to their average? They underperformed. And when I look at that defense core, to me, it's as much about guys underperforming as it is for a, because of a lack of talent. Look, the decision that was made was made five or six years ago, and that was Dubas's decision. <laughs> to pay these guys 40 million bucks, these four guys. Uh, And a lot of people, including me, questioned that decision. Mm -hmm. Because what happens then is you fill the rest of your roster with million-dollar, two-million-dollar players. You don't have any of those $4 million guys, those guys that are better than than the base, 
that may not be stars, but they'll give you something. And he had no, he didn't have the money to be able to do that because he paid these guys a lot of money. Well, he took a chance. He did something that no other general manager had ever done in the NHL, and that is pay a boatload of money to four guys. Well, that experiment, in my mind, is now over, and that experiment failed. Mm-hmm. So whose responsibility is that? Stubis's responsibility. Yeah. And you've got to react accordingly. You want him just to rebuild his own team again? You want to give him that opportunity? That's ridiculous. It's re- it's absurd. Yeah, but who, ga- Bob, who gave him the green light to do all this? Well, the, I guess the board did, didn't they? And the president, yeah. and the president, yeah. And, and the, the president. president. Yeah. I don't care yeah. about that. You know, we know we know what their level of competence is. The board. I mean, they've been the board of this franchise for how long, Shannon? Well, uh, well, when did Rogers and Bell buy? So let's say two thousand and nine, two thousand and eight. Yeah. So there. there's. 12, 15 years of nothing. Well, you know? I mean, I mean, but I, I would go, I would go back and say, I mean, we've talked about the general manager and his flaws. We've talked about the coach and his flaws. And I always circle back to, well, what about the president? Because that, that to me, Fine. That's, I'm where okay. all, I, that's where I'm it all I'm okay. Starts. Get rid of all of them. You know, my my tendency is to think you got to get rid of the whole bunch of them. Well, Bob, if you if you had strong ownership, I could see that. But we we keep talking about the board. How do we know <laughs> these even guys even get a, get along? They're competing television networks. Well, I understand. I, I get I get that. But at some point, you have you you should have people in that position who can assess what they have, whether they can or can't. I don't know. But Bob, you worked for one of them. Was it was it was it a smooth sailing ship? It was till they fired me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the thing is, is that in the end, the board uh, as such is is only really concerned about business. They don't stick. They really don't stick their nose into the hockey operations side. Larry Tannenbaum is the closest guy to stick his nose into things like that, and, and Larry has always been very giving. Uh, as far as what ownership's all about to allow the people who were hired to do the jobs. That's why Brendan was there. That's why Tim Laiwicki finally went and, and got him hired to be to run the, the hockey team, just like he hired Masai to run the basketball team. You know, Masai's delivered out, at least once. And, made, and, and mapped out the uh, parade route for the Leafs. Don't forget that, John. Well, you 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 would know about that, Mike. I don't know about parade routes, but you you, 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 tell you what, how many how, how many how many uh, exit days have you been involved with with the Maple Leafs? I ran out exit days? I, I ran out of beads on my abacus to count that, but uh, like twenty. Been a few, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The players say exactly the same thing every time, yep. don't they? Yep. Love to be well. Love to be here. Well, there was a time during the dark ages, even though a lot of guys would, would kind of stick handle around it. Cause there was a time where a lot of guys didn't want to play here. Um, right. And that's the one difference with this team. There are a lot of guys that want to play here and everybody, if there has not been one guy that I have seen a quote from who has indicated any disdain about what happened this season 
what are what are they all saying? They're all saying, I love it here. I want to be here. I love these guys. This is a great team, blah, 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 blah. And that is very puzzling to me, I, I must tell you. Very puzzling. Well, because somebody should stand up and say, look, it, we aren't good enough. We haven't been good enough for the last five years. We still aren't good enough. We may look like we're a, a championship contender, but we're not. And, so, and so, that would be right. Well, but what did Ryan O'Reilly? What, what did Ryan O'Reilly say yesterday? Well, he he, he says know, he wants to be here. Well, he said he has to take a couple of weeks to think about it. I, you know, I'm told that he's still like there's no chance with his family and things like that. But uh, here's something, another thing, guys, that I found, you know, a little perturbing is the fact that. You watch Leon Dreisaitl after after Edmonton got eliminated, and that's another story in itself. Mm -hmm. But this guy was totally emotional, and he, he took the blame. It was my fault. I didn't play up to standards. John, did you see any anyone Maple Leaf stand there and say, it was my fault, I needed to be better? We heard, no, a, lot, actually, we heard a lot of, we need to be better, Ryan O'Reilly said, I need to be better. But from the so-called star guys, you never hear them say, oh, it was my fault. I needed to be better. It was always, we needed to be better. And I think that's that's a little bit telling. Yeah, so what I, are you I, saying? I, I, are you saying you'd break this this the big four up? That the Maple Leafs have to make at least one, probably two trades of the four I, I big would. Money guys, just, I just you know, you know, as you guys know, it's going nuts in the city now, and everybody thinks it's a hockey pool, so you can just, it's fantasy hockey. And well, why don't we trade these two guys for, <laughs> you, you know, uh, we'll trade uh, Matthews, we'll trade Matthews and Nylander for McDavid and Drysital. Yeah, that's going to happen. You you people realize that the people on the other side have to agree to such a trade like that and i'm just i'm just throwing that out there bob i think it's going to be difficult because of course it's going to be difficult it always is difficult but you need to you need to get some kind of return you can't just say oh we're going to blow it up and then get a crappy return for it or drop picks i mean because that's just not you know that's, look that's, at they've got look at um at the top of the list is matthews He's a free agent in one year. You're, are you are you prepared to let him walk away and get nothing for him? Are you prepared to give him, as John says, $14 million? $14 million. You know? And the answer is, no, you shouldn't be prepared to give him $14 million. A, he's not worth $14 million. And B, the Toronto Maple Leafs can't afford paying him $14 million. Maybe no NHL team can. I don't know. But nonetheless... You know, these decisions uh, are, are not as difficult as they seem. The toughest part of the decision is put him on the market and choose the best offer. That's going to be the hard part because it's not going to be another star player who comes in exchange. It's going to be two, you know, sub-star players. That, that's probably, or, or a, a sub-star player and somebody else, a young kid with potential. That's the kind of deal you're going to have to make. And you better be prepared to make it. 
Well, when it comes to Matthews, Bob, I know you don't like to hear this, but I think they're going to re-sign him. And it's going to be – it's going to have a domino effect. Why, why? Why would they re-sign him? Why? Well, they, they well, it's not my decision, Bob. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I but think- you're saying that they will make that decision. Yeah. Or maybe have have made that decision. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dubas has made that decision. What I want is somebody else to come in here and and – have an alternate point of view. Look yeah. at this thing from a distance, not from within. Dubas rightly, is- rightly or wrongly, I think they look at this guy as a top three, top five player, one year removed from the heart from the heart trophy. And I understand you're going to talk about his lack of playoff production, but I'm just saying from their standpoint, whether it's right or wrong, that's how they look at this guy. And I also do think that there's a little bit of fear that, you know what, who knows if we'll ever get how long it might take to get a, a player of this talent back. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's the right logic, but I think that's that's the thinking uh, from the from the Maple Leafs uh, Sports and Entertainment Office. Well, that's stupid if that's what they're thinking, because here's here's all you have to do. The guy's been here, what, six years? They have won nothing in six years. Has he been a good player during the regular season? Sure. And what does no, that mean? He's been mean? a great player. He's been a great yes. player. In and the what does season. that mean at the end of the day? Nothing. Means zero. He he and his team, he hasn't led this team. And this team has won zero in the postseason. That tells you everything you need to know. But see, people, Bob, people... People on his side would circle around and say, look at how long it took Steve Eiserman to have any kind of success in Detroit to the point where they were actually considering trading him. And mm-hmm. had they done that, um, you know, well, the yeah, maybe they don't, win, maybe they don't win a Stanley Cup or maybe they do, you know. You cannot, you cannot say that if they traded Stanley. Eiserman, they would not have won a Stanley Cup because you don't know what they would have got in return. In in the end, the key issue with Matthews isn't re-signing him; it's re-signing for how much, mm-hmm. and that's the, that's the key. And Bob, you sure. even touched on it yesterday. You'd you'd sign him you, if if he said, "I'm going to take the same amount of money I made this year, and I'm going to take it for five more years." Would you sign him? And the answer is that you you, you would have signed it. Well, you're only allowed, you can't sign him until July the first. I you, pro- you, you'll, you'll probably sign right that after. Yes. You're probably right. So then what then then the aspect well, I'm not of it for is, 14. Well, basically it becomes a cost of living. It becomes what the market bears. And 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 so you you know agents have a have a really, you know, interesting uh, approach to this to say okay, we're going to you're going to pay forward for what he's going to do for you for the next 5 years. Do you think years? there's any chance that Matthews would sign for 10 million dollars? No. Then what are we talking about? He ain't signing for 11 either. No, he's signing talk- for 14. What are we talking about? We're talking about a theory that has no chance of happening. It's not worth discussing. No, Bob, yesterday you said you'd sign him for 9 million. But it's not worth Yes, okay, but but it's not worth discussing in this conversation. He won't sign for what I would pay him. No. No. Period. So I- I, I think so. You got and, and you, your, option, his, his, your option is you let him walk away. 
and wind up getting nothing for him. He he goes in free agency. Wow. Are you prepared to a, do that? This is identical to what Matthew Kachuk did in Calgary last summer. But are you isn't prepared my, 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 to do that, John? It? Are you prepared well, to do that? Are you prepared to let him walk away for nothing? To get well, one no, more I, year I, out of him? No, no, you either sign him or you trade him. Are you prepared to give him $14 million? I think he is going to get $14 million, yes. Yeah, and from the Maple Leafs. And from the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. Then what yeah. do you what do you do what do you do with everybody else? That means O'Reilly. You don't sign O'Reilly. Of course, mind you, they don't. I don't think they sign O'Reilly under any circumstance. He makes what seven and a half. Yeah, Too but I, he's not going to get that he, in the open. He's market. not going to get that anymore. He's not going to get that anymore. Right? Nonetheless, I mean, there are guys Lander? that actually want to play here. Are are which of those four guys? Tavares is a is a a different story because you got to keep him. You have no choice with him. So Marner or Matthews, which do you let go? Which one of those two do you keep? Well, I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, answer C. I think the most movable piece, even though he's the easiest on the cap, is Nylander. Well, he of course he is. And that's a given. But you're going to have to you're going to have to make a decision on Marner or or uh, uh you know, one of the two top guys is going to have to go. Which one are you prepared to let go? Which one do well, you want? Answered. I'm not sure about me, but I think with the Leafs, I think they would be more open than John. You can correct me if I'm wrong to moving Marner, not that they would want to. Yeah, see, I thought the other way. I thought the other way because I think that, you know, uh, in in this world, Marner has done so many more things on the ice for the for the club. Oh, Kills I agree. Penalties, power I agree. Play. I, I, the, the reality, Bob, is, is that, you, you know, your supposition that one of them has to go is an interesting supposition. It may not be true, though. It may not they happen. May, it may not happen. I acknowledge because that. They, 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 because Kyle, if Kyle comes back as the manager, may say, we're going to try to do this one think, more time this way. I think that's a guarantee, way. John. I don't think it's maybe. Well, no, I, 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 here's the This guy thing. has not changed his philosophical approach once. I disagree. Funny, I had a disc- Look at the guys I, I he brought have- in at the trade deadline. So what? Yeah. He brought in he brought in pieces. But here's so the what? thing: when you he, did, he hasn't you traded any the- of those guys, he has basically said, "I have forty million dollars tied up in these four, and these four will win me a Stanley Cup." And the reason they haven't yeah. won a Stanley Cup, or the reason they didn't advance this year, was because those four sucked. When you Period. look at the four team, when you look at the four teams that are still playing for the Stanley Cup, there is a depth and a tenacity mm-hmm. of those four teams that does not fit with what the Toronto Maple Leafs have. All right, so that, 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 are you, t- are you telling the, me you you're the, not prepared to change that? Just a minute, just a minute. That philosophy. Kyle has to change his philosophy. Mm-hmm. He has to. But he said he, yesterday. And, it was the first time he he ever said anything about being open to to doing something. Oh well, but Carl, well, see, he's, and, he's and, under and, tremendous pressure. You know, just because a guy says something, do you mean that he means it? No, I think. You think well, that's the case? I think he's genuinely pissed off. <laughs> And I go oh. back to what I started this uh, about, okay? 
This wasn't a year where they hoped to get deep. This is a year they expected to get deep. Mm -hmm. And I think that Kyle was faced with the sobering reality that a lot of us have seen for a couple of years, that that these guys are flawed. And and I want to go back to something that, that John said. Um, yeah, depth is one thing. And I, I think they tried to address that. Um, I'm not saying they they lost because of a, a you know a lack of depth because um it was their big guns that didn't didn't produce for them against Florida but John you used well and, th- and the reality is as you talked about 14 goals in seven games nobody really produced one yeah but you used the word tenacity yeah I did and that the, there's the rub for me okay tenacity and another word urgency when they were down two nothing in this series and they went to Florida and everybody's still thinking like, you know what? You see some warts in that Florida game. There's, there's, there's more real estate on the ice against the Panthers than there was against the lightning. And you hear these guys talk about urgency, anybody that watched that game. And I know that game went into overtime. Okay. But anybody that watched that game, did not see urgency and did not see tenacity and did not see guys laying it on the line, blocking shots in that. Now, in game four, when they were down three to zero, all of a sudden you see they block shots, Toronto 21, Florida nine. And you see these guys giving it their all. And I know the fan base and, and in the press box, we are looking there going like, where was this in game three? Because now you're down three to nothing and you have no and this is this is something that I when I watch this team, where are the guys diving in front of the block shots? Where are the guys for lack of a better word, for lack of a better term, looking pissed off when things are they look disappointed? Where are the guys that are pissed off? And it all goes back to John's word tenacity and i haven't seen the type of playoff tenacity so who's responsible who's responsible for creating that well is that the general manager's draft uh, choices of players is that the coach or is that the individual player i i think it's all i i I think it's the first two guys you mentioned all of the above i think it's kyle and sheldon but you know what john we gotta take a break at some point you look at those and this is my last point you look at those players, and after a while, you look and say, maybe that's just not – they don't have it's the not- Wendell Clark fire. They don't have the Connor McDavid fire. Maybe that's just not in their DNA. we got to right. take a break. Mike Zeisberger is with us. We'll come back with more in a minute. Spring is here, and so are the long days, warm weather, and yard work. If you're anything like me, then you know how easy it is to get behind on your spring to-do list. But Factor is here to help. The number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door, saving you time to get the things you need to do done. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. We offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles like keto to calorie smart, vegan, or veggie. With over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. 
With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Head to factormeals.com slash bobcast50 and use code bobcast50 to get 50% off of your first box. That's code bobcast50 at factormeals.com slash bobcast50 to get 50% off of your first box. Mike Seisberger is uh, with us. It's McCowan and Shannon. You know, you're making a lot of excuses, Zeisberger. But what what I'm trying on this show, yeah. What I'm what I'm trying to get to is what do you do? You got to do something. You keep this group together and run this play another time. No, because because if you're doing that, you're probably running it two or three more times. Because the general manager is not going to sign a one year contract. The your biggest player, your most well, I think he's the most expensive player, uh, is going to be a free agent. Um, you've got to make some decisions here. And the question really becomes, who's making those decisions? Is it this group that has failed for six years? Or do you bring in some new thinkers and see what they have to say? That's the, uh, that's the question I'm asking. And I assume that's the question the board is asking themselves. And well, I, I, think, I, I think that when you talk about a... A line of or a, a timeline that has to exist over the next two weeks. I think there has to be some, you know, you know. Does does Brendan get the vote of confidence from the board? If he does, then does Brendan and, and do Brendan and Kyle come to a realization that they they either can work together or they don't want to work together, yep. one way or the other. Then the 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 process and understanding of what to do with the roster will occur we you know you need to set the table before you put the food on the plate and, and that's exactly what has to happen and and it, and quite frankly the draft is you know the last week in june it's 6 weeks away this has to happen quickly now it has to happen quickly and i would i i think i know brendan well enough to know that if Kyle isn't coming back. Brendan will unveil some sort of plan in the next, you know, seven to ten days. If if Kyle won't come back, Bob, I just think we'll we'll have a lot more answers after Shanny talks a week from now, three four days from now. It's it's you expect him to make some announcements? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. Do. I think he'll give you mumbo jumbo, just like everybody else. He'll give you media speak. Well, he's not going to tell. He's not going to tell you what we are now. But I mean, he's not going to tell you what he's thinking. There's, Bob, he's there's not a tell you what he's why he doing. didn't talk yesterday. Don't you think right. that's Yeah, I do. That's why I asked you the question. I mean, I think it's very obvious. Yeah, that they have to figure. There, there are things to figure out before they can they can go forward. There are things to figure out. What I happens to the coach? What yet. happens to the manager? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, do I do I think that they will, as I said to you yesterday, Bob, do I think they will offer Kyle another opportunity to be the manager? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I do. don't know whether I don't know whether Kyle will accept it. And I said that yesterday before he spoke. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, give I him another chance. Period. End of story. And I don't I don't see why you guys, you know. No, no, no. Do you agree you're, with that we're decision? We're not giving you, Bob, we're not giving you excuses. We're saying that you're sailing through uncharted waters until we know who's making the decisions. Do you think and that's the right that happens, 
Do you think that the right decision is to bring Dubas back? Both of you. As long as he's prepared to change his philosophy, I'd bring him back. I would too. Why? Well, because, I th- first of all, I think if you look at his track record as a manager in trying to negotiate deals and trades, if anybody can deconstruct the core four, Kyle Dubas can. Mm-hmm. He put them together. He can tear them apart. He oh, can find can a way. Do that, John. Anybody can do that. No. All you have to do is really? make a decision on what you really? want to do, and then you get the best deal really? you can. Okay. I, I don't. I don't necessarily. I think agree Dubas with that. has think... a has. You know, Dubas. There's some kind of love affair going on here. Shanahan loves Dubas. Dubas I, loves I don't, his head I, I coach. Think you've said that. You said that twice in the last two days. I, I don't think you true. know that. I don't think you know that, Bob. It uh, sure you looks like it. That. How? How? Based on what? Well, they sh- they hired each other. Look at what Shanahan they did. Didn't. Look, look who he got rid of to make Dubas his general manager. Look, look at the relationship between Dubas, the general manager, and his head coach. There was a relationship there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, these guys are more than Kyle just guys Sheldon. who are, you know the, pulled off a the, pear tree. The, the the relationship between Kyle and Sheldon is much different than the relationship between Brendan Shanahan and Kyle. So what? So what? Well, no, no, but you can't. You, you're 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 making these assumptions that you know it's all hugs and kisses in the office. It's it not. Seems, it, it sure looks like it to me. Why why do you say it's not? Do you know that? Do you know for a fact that these guys are not that close? It sure looks like they're some, all on the same I think page. that there's a lot of... There's a there's three of them, but they, they all have the same arms and legs. Well, Again. And the three of them, none of them, none of the three of them have been successful. Well, guess what? I, I don't make the rules, but this is sports. I've been following it for 50 years, 60 years. This is what happens. What happens when you don't succeed is you get fired and somebody else is brought in. They have had more than enough time to turn this thing around. I don't care whether it's a baseball team, a football team, a hockey team, a basketball team. If you're not successful over a period of time, you get fired. Sometimes it's not the right decision, maybe. But it happens every time, every place except Toronto and except with the Maple Leafs. It is time. You have a situation right now where you can make the right decision. You have to make the right decision, and it's to get rid of these guys. So let me ask somebody you, somebody new in, and I don't care who it is. I really well, no, you care do less. care who it is. You do care who it is. Well, I re- no, I really you don't. Want, you want some level of competency, don't you? Or you just well, want a warm body? That would be my perception of competence, which is who cares what I think? You just want somebody else who has a different viewpoint. That's what I want. Here's what you think, Bob. The millions and millions of people that are tuning into this podcast. Good. (laughs) So fire these clowns and let's get on with it. Find some people who can do the job. I noticed you purposely stick handled away from uh, John's beloved Oilers through this whole discussion. Oh, no, we did. That was yesterday. No, I've, I've made my point on that. You know, we, we know John it. loves his Fire everybody. And we know they got beat. <laughs> you know. Fire everybody, including John. Is that your well, they got at least they got two wins. <laughs> Congratulations. 
<laughs> they can they can all still play golf together. There goes Shanny's uh, ring, bud. Too bad. Went down the toilet. Oh, there's another story for another too day. Bad. I can't believe you two clowns. You know. Yeah, you can. Well, I, I you know you'd think after all these years you'd have some kind of vision as to what has happened and what should happen, what must happen, must. No, no, I and think you we're, don't. We're, but you, you just know, can't we're, flush we're... away talent and not get not get resources back. Okay, you ju- you, you can't just do that. You That's might another... not like the guys that you have there. That's okay? fine. You got to get something back. I'm not saying that you're always going to get equitable, but it's got to be close. See, when he doesn't like what you're saying there, Mike, he just says that's, well, a, ha- that's a separate conversation altogether. <laughs> we haven't had that conversation of yeah, what, you, what you get, what you can get. I'm saying <laughs> I, let's let's start with who's going to make that decision. Exactly. And I don't I don't want Dubas to make that decision. I don't trust his decision making. Period. End of story. That's that. That's... So he's got to go. <coughs> I, don't think go. This, I don't think this coach. We never done... really talked about Sheldon. I think Sheldon has to leave. So yeah, so do I. I but 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 the, but the question becomes, and, and Mike, you know this, and we we we're not going to have much more time to talk about it. Is we the go. pool of the pool of of quality coaches is not like last summer. No, no, and that's that's an issue. You know. You're not hey, bringing my Babcock back. You never know, John. You never know. The guy who got fired in Vegas is in Dallas, and he's in the Final Four. The I guy who got fired in Boston yep. is yeah. in Vegas, and he's in the Final Four. Yeah. The guy who's been fired, well, I don't know whether he got fired in Winnipeg no. or or Toronto or Carolina. He got, or out of the, he got out of there before he went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with that, with that circus. You know, I like him. But he's in the final four, you know, know. You know, you know. How do you know who a good coach is going to be? You don't. You, you well, don't. That list, that list of veteran coaches that you just mentioned, there isn't a list of veteran coaches available this summer like last summer. That was my point. Well, yeah. no, it, it's the list of coaches that you know, that you think okay, are good. It. You know, and and I respect that, but it doesn't mean that that's it. We got to get hey, out of I've, here. Hey, the, my last my last point, really quick. Um, and I've said it before in this show. You want a culture change? You want a new coach? You want a new general manager? Go ninety minutes down the four hundred one. Talk to Dale Hunter. Talk to Mark Hunter. Say, come to Toronto as a package, and the country club will stop being a country club. I don't. You know what? Fine. I don't care. You know who I want? I want that's, somebody else. That's what I want. That's as close gotta, as Bob giving you an endorsement, Mike. We got to go. Goodbye, Thanks Zeisberger. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Mike Zeisberger. We'll be back in a moment. We all know how to use the internet, but most of us don't know how the internet uses us. So instead of figuring out how I can protect myself from the unknown that is the World Wide Web, I just got NordVPN to do it for me. First and foremost, what's a VPN? 
It stands for Virtual Private Network. Pretty much a VPN creates a secure connection from your device to your network, and NordVPN does it the best. It took me literally the click of one button to connect to their security package, and now all six of my devices are protected from malware, web tracking, intrusive ads, and infected files. Also, it has access to over 6,000 servers across the world, which means if a TV show or movie doesn't stream in your country, you can just switch to a country server where it does. Get four extra months and a 30-day money-back guarantee when you buy NordVPN by heading to nordvpn.com slash bobcast. Go to nordvpn.com slash bobcast for four extra months on your security package. Our thanks to Mike Zeisberger for joining us. Well, do you have anything else to say that I can disagree with? Because I've disagreed with just about everything you and Zeisberger have said over the past 50 minutes, I can tell you. Well, it, it will be. Uh, and I see your point about Brendan Shanahan. Brendan has to speak. He will speak in the next uh, three or four days. And he won't say anything. Well, then there's going to be another issue because I th- I think, in, in, and we touched on this the last couple of days, the, the fan base is finally closer to your opinion than I think most people's. They Agreed. want They want some blood. You know, they are frustrated with all the money they spend with all the time they spend and it's you know and and the and the, the 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 repetition of losing in the first round of the playoffs or now winning the first round but then being embarrassed in the second round i think it's i think people have have uh, have jumped the shark now on this hockey club and i think that and that's the one that's the one thing i do think where when you deal with two public companies like bell and rogers who own the club with Larry Tannenbaum, they feel that wrath. They see that wrath. I don't think and, they give a damn. Oh, they care, I, I, no, they I, care I, about I, the dollars and cents, period. Sure they do. If sure there were 14,000 people in the building and there were 5,000 empty seats, they'd care. But there aren't, and there aren't going to be. Well, I, th- I think they do care because I think people will start to push back at both companies to say, do something. Oh, we really? Fix this. So, so you're going to change your cable company? You're gonna go from what Rogers to Rob Rogers to Bell? I Bell know, but to I Rogers? Think, I, They're all the same. I mean, I, yeah, Bob, I do think I do think that they 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 do have a sympathetic ear at some point. And I don't know how deep the sympathetic ear is, but I do think they're I think that they listen I think they listen closer to anybody than anybody else. So they don't give a damn what the public thinks. They think they're smarter than the public and they're going to make their decision, uh, whatever that decision well, is. I'm afraid that what they're going to do is they're going to say, let's do it again. Let's bring Dubas back. Let's bring the yeah, president back. I, let's bring I mean, the, all the players back. You know, I'm shocked. That's what that. I'm afraid will happen. I think, I, I think, I think, and I, but I think Brendan's also smart enough to know something has to happen too. I don't think I they're really going to, do. br- I think they'll bring him back. Yeah, sure. You know, but why do you think he's so smart? You haven't talked to him. How, when's the last time you talked to him? I haven't talked uh, to him in over Christmas. a year. He won't come yeah. on this program. Yeah. Before Christmas. I probably had, had some time with him before Christmas. Has the general manager been on this program? No. No. So not since uh, well, why should, since he why was, should I give a damn about him? Was, he was on he was on he was on after last year. He came on just after last year. So well, he has been on the program. So excellent. Thank you very much. <laughs> so is the coach yeah well i've had it you with these go. guys we gotta get out of Sing here goodbye, goodbye john 
Bye, Bob. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. 